0: Please rise for our national anthem.
1: Four, three, two, <laughs> extreme!
0: If you think you're a smart little boy, meet me in the cage. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And that's why Kmart went out of business. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, yeah. why, that's not what they're saying in the news. Well, that's a spicier story, though. It is a spicier story. Uh, speaking of spicy stories, my whole life's a spicy story. What were you guys fighting over? I don't know. Anyway, Nice little sundress? Yeah. No. No. Sunscreen? Yes, okay, it you, is summertime. He's like, you took the last of uh, the sunscreen, now what am I gonna drink? <laughs> he's like, I was like, sir, there's more over here. He's like, no, I need SPF 70, you took the last one. So, yeah, I just left without saying anything. I don't even think I paid for the sunscreen. Oh, okay, but gotcha. They're like, we're going out of business. I don't yeah, care. Exactly. Everything must go. <laughs> All right, what's going on, listeners? Welcome to the Radcast. I'm Steven. I'm Matt. And today's episode, we sit down with our very good friend, Jeremy Weed. And uh, we talked about a subject that a lot of people... Don't either. They either don't think about it or know a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you wouldn't you say so? I mean, there is yeah. kind of a growing number of oh, people yeah. who become who are more aware of this. Yeah, it's funny because um, as you'll hear in our discussion, that there's a lot of people with the mindset that they're like, oh. They don't know that this is, like, something you can do, mm-hmm. which is funny because everyone watches, like, cartoons and stuff like right. that, and it's so funny to think, oh, I didn't know I could do that. It's like, well, where do you think the voices come yeah, from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think more people in the last, like, 20 years or more aware. Yeah. Like, you go to a Comic-Con and you see a voiceover actor, sure. like... John DiMaggio, um, who does Bender from Futurama, and just a number of other, uh, Jake from Adventure Time. uh, And he's getting lines and lines of people wanting his autograph. George uh, Foreman. Yeah, exactly. He's sitting right next to George Foreman <laughs> and John DiMaggio signing grills and George Foreman signing pictures. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's but, become a bit yeah. more prevalent. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're talking about something that is still kind of widely not super well known about, uh, and it's voice acting. Mm-hmm. So whether it's cartoons, video games, movie trailers, we're going to talk about some of the ins and outs of the business, I mean, to the to the best of our knowledge, what we're, we know right, right. of it. And uh, we're going to showcase some of the men and women who have pioneered the art form. And it is an art form and we'll kind of get into Mm -hmm. that uh, in our discussion time so we want to keep this cold open actually short and sweet because this is one of our longer episodes at least we were recording for a while with jeremy yeah we're gonna try and veer away from the parts one and part two just so we get everything in kind of in one go for you the listener however we do have a little game we'd like to play so those of you who are familiar with the game mad libs or the the activity did you go to elementary school exactly exactly Have so you ever been on a long car ride exactly like mad libs is just a fill in the blank thing with different forms of english english you know yeah. different literary terms and you fill in the blanks to yeah. a certain sentence or story so our sister got us mad libs last year for our birthday she got us golden girl mad libs hey so that's what we're gonna do yeah. so matt and i, I, I are say that like i didn't know that that's what we had yeah Exactly, so Matt and I are actually going to do a Mad Lib real quick, and then we'll go to break, and then we'll go into our discussion with Jeremy. So you ready, Matt? Hooray! All right, so... Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. The theme from Golden Girls. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. dun Exactly. Thank you for being a friend. Speaking of, so I need a noun first off. First off. Chocolate. Chocolate. I have to remember what some of these are. Yeah. I mean, I know what a noun is. Right. It's a person-place or thing. Adjective. Oh, shoot. So describing something. Oh, okay. Chocolatey. Okay. (laughs) You're going to have to change your tune here in just a second. Well, that's... Okay. Okay. Uh, Another adjective. Um, Chunky. Chunky. Verb. Uh, A verb. How about uh, smack? Smack a verb? Yeah, it's an action. Oh yeah, I I, I <laughs> gotta confer with a noun. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> His smack a want me to want me to show you. <laughs> let me let me give you an example of a verb. <laughs> uh, uh, come on, give me some old. animal. Uh how about a dronky? A dronky. Little donkey. A little jackass. Little jackass donkey. Put jackass in there. Jackass. A jackass. Mm, mm-mm. You know, in the Old Testament, the donkeys were jackasses. I know jackasses in the Bible, Mom. So yeah. So I can say it in church. Yeah. Uh, verb. Burp. Verb. Oh, burp. <laughs> I guess bur- a burp is a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an action. A verb. Oh man. Uh, think. Ooh, good one. A uh, verb. Um. Hmm. S- stink (laughs) i almost said that i don't think that's a verb well i guess it anyway Uh, pick uh, a different verb um how about kick kick adjective oh uh that's describing something right uh yes smelly smelly yes that's describing something yes adjective is yes smelly smelly uh verb uh how about knock knock another verb um how about hit hit this is a long one uh a lot of verbs verb. um how about uh stare stare so i i guarantee you english major is gonna listen to this again like, no you're running out of verbs that's a corollary verb you nitwit Get lost. Yeah, Ad- Corollary verb's not even a thing, I don't think. Yeah. Adjecti- Maybe. Maybe. I don't uh, know. Adjective. How about, um, how about dumb? Dumb. And finally, an animal. Uh, a rat. A rat. Big old rat. Read me my story. Okay. So, Mad Libs. The title of this is Thank You for Being a Chocolate. (laughs) Uh, I love it. I like it already. So the girls explain what it means to be a true friend. So Blanche is talking first. Of course. Which is Rue McClanahan, the loose one. Yeah. In the South, we are known for being chocolatey. You have to, in her voice. In the South, we are known for being chocolatey, loyal, and chunky. (laughs) Above all else, you never smack your friend's boyfriend. She's right. It's true. She's had a lot of boyfriends. Yeah. No matter how much you like him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So far, so good. And then Sophia, who is the sassy grandma. Yeah. She's a little Italian lady. Exactly. In Sicily, sometimes the only friend I had was a jackass. Which makes (laughs) sense. Yeah. Dang it. This is making too much (laughs) sense. (laughs) And let me tell you something. They stink. They stink at being your friend. And they don't know how to burp patchouli. Patchouli Pinch- <laughs> oil. Patro- Petroleum oil. oil. Yeah. yeah. They don't know how to burp t- patchouli oil. <laughs> Rose is, uh, it's uh, B Arthur. Yeah. It's like, mom. Insane Olaf, we learned to think, friends, from a very early age. It was said that in years, with a lot of rain, your friendships were like true silver. They would kick if you didn't care for them properly. This is this is not this is great. I no. mean, I, I'm trying my best here. With these voices. No, the voices yeah. are are very distinguishable. I'm yeah. paying attention. To, I keep forgetting and, that you're reading yeah. my words. And then Dorothy is a uh, the overrated Betty White, who should probably just die already. <laughs> Betty White, growing up in smelly Brooklyn, we had one credo, knock all, hit a few, and learn to steer your own canoe. But there are only a few friends who you need in this world, and I'm dumb to have found mine. She was dumb. She was the yeah, dumb one. Yeah, she's an idiot. And Sophia, that's a nice pussy rat. Too bad you all had to wait until you were almost dead to find them. That was not very that successful. That was lame. Yeah, that was dumb. We're not doing that again. No. Well, I've lost my touch. Yeah. No, it's not your fault. It is my fault. These okay. are my words. Yeah, well, you didn't know. No. That's okay. Well, everybody, we're going to try and make up for it after the break. So when we come back, we're going to be sitting down with Jeremy Weed talking about voice actors. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? They're listening to the Radcast! We now return. What do you think of that, Mr. Blue Duck? To the
1: Radcast.
0: That's
1: dick! American Hot Wax, baby. <laughs> what was the? Oh, um, he was in a bunch of in living color skits. Ah, okay. As well, he was he showed up on that. So was he Rosie Perez? Yeah. Was he part of the? Was fly he Girls? Rosie Perez? Was part of the fly? <laughs> was Girls? he a
0: fly girl?
1: <laughs> the only things I see are American Hot Wax and the Hollywood Knights K N I G T S. <laughs> Cool. I'm just letting you know it's that night, like oh, the night, right. like an armor, yeah, not yeah, yeah. a not night. Like I
0: just think that's funny that those are his only two credits. <laughs> that's the only two that I it's see. Just live
1: action or in general. Hey, let me go to IMDb see what it says. So strange. Yeah,
0: that he'd he be with that esteemed company
1: in that video. Oh, that's right. Um, he did. Uh,
0: he was well, in a Marilyn Manson music video. Well, yes. They said he
1: was. He did like voice work in Hercules, the Legendary Journeys. He was, like the Kevin Sorbo Hercules? Yeah, oh, like oh, he wow. was Ares. Oh, okay. And he was the Minotaur. <laughs> the Minotaur. But the thing is, like, it doesn't show any kind of, like, actual uh, trailer credit, which is interesting. That's all right. We're rolling, by the way. Oh, are we? <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, sorry. We've That's been
0: rolling. Okay. okay. Lots the of curves, song. you bet. Even more when you get To the junction, Petticoat Petticoat Junction. Junction. You look like you're reading off of like... T- like like
1: for a commercial in the 1940s on the radio. It's
0: teleplay, teleplay. <laughs> it's
1: you, tele- you've been singing that all night. Are you just singing a slow version of the theme song? Well, as, the
0: night, as the night gets closer to midnight, I, can, I just get slower. We've so <laughs> so been riding around train on a wagon wheel at the junction. Then, and those aren't the lyrics. And eventually like, <laughs> once and midnight, it gets to be midnight, 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 the ball <laughs> drops.
1: <laughs> the train pulls into the <laughs> station finally. It's <And laughs> <old Ewell's> like, toot, <laughs> toot, too, <laughs>
0: Uncle Joe, he's moving real slow at the junction. Um, What was that, Jeremy, what was that dream you had the other day? One
1: second. <laughs> uh, so, excuse me, about, you? won't you explain it? Yeah. So, I was, uh, gosh, in the dream, I was really excited about something. Like, <laughs> you, you know how we get whenever, you know, we see the casting calls for something that's yeah. coming up I'm like oh yeah. my gosh like so this is a new movie that's coming out and this is you'll never guess who they cast in this role yeah. so i i can't even i don't even remember what the, Jackie the thing was yeah i know <laughs> for whatever it was let's just say it was like another x men movie or whatever <laughs> that makes it even I, it wasn't that it, i know what's coming <laughs> let's just say it was that but anyway so i'm like looking through the credits in the dream And I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I see a name for whoever the actor is, like whatever the role is. And I'm like, and I get excited. (laughs) I get excited for the role. And then I... Run to Matt's desk in 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 the dream. <laughs> yeah, and I say, you'll never guess who they got for this role. And Matt's like, who? And I said, Harvey Firestein. <laughs> oh, oh crud. That's oh crud! Oh my this. God, David! <laughs> <laughs> oh crud! And I and then I woke up and I was like, why would I be excited about <laughs> that?
0: I really <laughs> really Fierstein. truly is a dream. I I really. <laughs> I want to thank you. It was a casting for X-Men. <laughs> and he was Wolverine. I, I think Colossus. maybe was really weird. In all on My honesty. My still is silver. <laughs> oh it, my god oh my god <laughs> my skin is silver <laughs> the adamantium is not on the outside of the it no spot. I said Colossus <laughs> oh, I thought you said wolf. I, I thought think, Wolverine I
1: think it might have been like a biopic <laughs> <for> like, <laughs> which would be great because <laughs> who could he play <laughs> um actually you know, let's
0: let's diverge from th- this yeah. whole episode let's let's figure out who Harvey Firestein would play in this fake movie so uh hmm um <laughs> Let's say I'd like to
1: think it was a biopic of Jack Nicholson and he was going to play Jack Nicholson He's a biopic of <laughs> Bella Lugosi <Yeah. laughs> I want to suck your blood That's not all <laughs> Get over here Renfield Get over here Renfield. Oh gosh oh.
0: Anyway, welcome back to the Radcast ladies and gentlemen. This is a uh, special evening because right now we are almost at midnight uh, we like to record late this on is the Friday third nights. week in a row that we've recorded something like at midnight or pushing midnight whether it's a cold open or whether it's a, a meat and potatoes of the episode. Mm-hmm. It's when the magic happens exactly. It is speaking, Well we well, like to think It's like Oh well it's when We're slap happy So it's when It's the most absurd <laughs> Or but it's now, when You don't care I'm just sleepy <laughs> It's when It's when I can think The less I can get out of my head And just trust That's trust true the, Yeah uh, the process. Yeah. And Maybe the you're knowledge. not as
1: critical of yourself too, which might also be just kind of a super, boon for just it. Just
0: super tired. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, don't I don't care. care. Just, I, just I don't through. Care. It's yeah. a trudge. But then you listen back through and then your critical self gets turned on. You're like, Oh, I should have done this. I should have done this. I should have. So yeah. I don't think, I don't think as a creative person, you can ever get away from that though. Yeah, but dialing back to uh, magic (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Mr. Magic himself (laughs) is with us today. Uh, (laughs) Mr. (laughs)
1: Magic. Oh, please don't let that be my thing. Seventies
0: ABA basketball star, Mr. (laughs) Mr. Magic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Magic. Finally got him. Okay, (laughs) we're we're gonna
0: we're gonna go off enough on tangents during this episode. We need to make sure it's not two hours. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest for this evening is Jeremy Weed. Hello. Uh, so if you listen to proper gentlemen, I know we, we, we always drop it cause that is, you know, that is another project we're part of with mm-hmm. some of our dear friends back in January, we recorded an episode of proper gentlemen, uh, with Zach and Matt, but Jeremy was a special guest. And we talked about the, the Spider-Man video Spider-Man. game yeah, that was a blast. for PS4 mm-hmm. and we did, we dad. had a good oh, time. Yeah. We had, we had definitely had a good time. He, Jeremy is our first, um, father that we've interviewed so this episode oh, is. i was like no your dad is the yeah, first father no well, <laughs> he's the first father we've interviewed so this is yes um the first episode of the dad cast oh, yeah exactly it's also it's also a reason that we might have to like tonally bring stuff down a yeah. little bit because his kids are sleeping We're like in his 50 dining feet room away. Where his kids are yeah. sleeping yeah, yeah. if so, they wake
1: up it's it's our fault yeah.
0: so it's actually it's actually funny because in uh Back in January, we were going to record kind of at the beginning of the month, but uh, mm-hmm. here in St. Louis, we had a very bad snowstorm, yeah, and yeah, uh, bad. on in it the worst of it happened on the day we were going to come out to uh, Jeremy and his wife Jess's house and record the Spider Man episode. But it actually worked out because Zach wouldn't have been able to be a part of mm-hmm. that, and uh, yeah. Zach was a part of that. But now yeah. we're we're here. And it's great to be here. Thank you for having us.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming over, guys. This will be fun.
0: And today we're going to talk about a subject that we mentioned, of course, at the top there. Um, but it is something that not a lot of people, I guess, think about, as as especially the way we're going to talk about mm-hmm. as like an art form. Um, but it's surrounded us. As as people in this generation, yeah. ever since we were kids, and then just as a culture as a whole, ever since the late '30s, oh, yeah. um, just the voices of cartoons, the voices of like narration, commercials, and all yeah. stuff. Not a lot of people like think about that because it is kind of just there. But if one one way or another, one aspect or another, pe- all, all, a lot of people. Oh, I'd say a vast majority of people love cartoons, well, or and, and that's a common trend. I think of a lot of voiceover actors now is that they say, "Oh, well, this was something that when I was growing up, I didn't. I was like, you can do that. Mm-hmm. That's a thing you can do." Yeah. And like, even it's just become a more recent thing that people are starting to get their foot in the door, and that's like a viable avenue yeah. it's not just an alternative for someone who wants to be an actor but can't you know but they can't hack it in hollywood right it's so strange to me that there was this mindset of that's something you can do and everyone's watched cartoons and you watch mm-hmm. the voices and it's funny that they didn't make the connection yeah well and i
1: think i don't know if it's just because of our awareness mm-hmm. becoming like we you know just sure. the older we've gotten the more where we've become i feel like it's become more of a mainstream thing though yeah like oh, uh, yeah. honestly like I mean, just as a for instance, like I, most people don't know, you know, in the 90s, nobody knew who Jim Cummings was. Right. That name, like people know it more now. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's still like, I mean, if you were to ask most people, they probably wouldn't know. Yeah. Like, you know, you show them a picture of Jim Cummings and a picture of Brad Pitt. I mean, obviously, they're going to know who the different, you know, right. you know they're going to know Brad right. Pitt. They're not going to know Jim Cummings. But like, I think like. As a, for instance, especially like last year, like so, you know, Christopher Robin came out and Jim Cummings, you know, did poo and he's been doing poo for, you know, a very, very long time mm-hmm. now, uh, probably close to 20, 30 years. Uh, I think Vanity Fair did a, uh, a story on it, basically said, you know, he could actually get like a reasonable Oscar nod mm-hmm. out of just doing the voice acting for it, which is huge. Like that's not, and I mean, like I said, it's still not common knowledge you act Mm -hmm. but like if you decide to seek it out Mm -hmm. there's a wealth of information right there i mean all you got to do is like click like you know voice acting and there's so many tools that are available Mm -hmm. now versus like in the 30s and 40s Mm -hmm. they're still trying to figure it out you know like really there's only a handful that started it yeah and like within like a few years like that you know everybody and their brothers yeah well, got, it was like, like I said, a voice actor now,
0: yeah, but. yeah. It was like basically, it was people come to Hollywood to be actors, mm-hmm. and then through one avenue or another, they get into voice acting. As right. opposed to, your goal is voice acting because it, it's a viable form of acting. Yeah, it's a viable yeah. art. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and and our generation, or I say our generation, especially in the last. 20, 25 years, like you're saying, it has become kind of a mm-hmm. viable thing, but it still is kind of on the fringes a little bit. Um, and so we're going to be talking about that today because it's something that I feel like, and I'm glad we kind of were, but the three of us and a few, few of the friends that we have too, um, were kind of had that interest mm-hmm. in what it was like to mm-hmm. be a voice actor and what it took to be a voice actor. I We still have aspirations to do that. Um, but it just fascinated us that that was something that you could do and have fun with, and it was yeah. a form of acting. It, it's an right. art form, and it's yeah. something that should be taken seriously because everybody's been entertained by something mm-hmm. that involves voiceover right. work. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's good to shed some light on that. And that's what we're going to try and do uh, highlighting it as kind of an art form and maybe highlighting some of the heavy hitters of the art form Mm, in the last, you know, 80 years. It's crazy to find how many combinations of different voiceover actors have done, just a wide array of things. You're like, Oh, I used to watch this cartoon and this act, this, Oh, this voice actor did this voice. And then you're watching other stuff you used to watch or other old cartoons, whatever. You're like, Oh, they also did this, this, and this. And they also did it with this person. And this, it's just, it's, it's sort of this fraternity. Yeah. And it's these people that like work together on different projects and
1: work separate. And it's just, it's a very close knit group of people. It seems. Well, and I think that's, I mean, Kind of what you just said It That really kind of goes back to where I think for me That's where I really started Understanding that there's somebody There actually doing that voice mm-hmm. Like I mean obviously like you hear the voice You know that somebody's doing mm-hmm. it Yeah. But you realize that there's a crossover mm-hmm. And that it's not just one person And that's like you know that's the only thing that they do Like mm-hmm. I would watch Denver the Last Dinosaur mm-hmm. And Cam Clark mm-hmm. yeah. Would be on there Yeah and then you'd go to Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles. Mm-hmm. and it's Cam Leonardo. Clark would be on yeah, there. Yeah. And be like, I, that's the same voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I've and you just make those connections yeah. naturally. Yeah. As a kid, and you're like, or, oh wow, and you're like, these are this that guy does two things that I yeah. enjoy, especially like, and you just kind of start to get you you make more and more connections as it right. goes on. It's really amazing the some of these actors, just how prodigious. They yeah. are, and the effect that they've had yeah. on the industry. I mean, they are legendary. Like, they've mm-hmm. been around 30, 40 yeah. years. That's a mm-hmm. long time to and, be doing well, l- one voice yeah. or a ton of different voices, mm-hmm. and it's just, it, that's craziness. Well,
0: and the longevity is due to, um, A, your your versatility right, and the way you take care and recognize how much you're, your voice is an instrument, right? Just like any, just like a singer, yep. just like any musician. Yeah, you got to take know, care of it. You, you got to You have to take care of it in order to have that longevity. Mm-hmm. And, and it shows me what great actors these people are too. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to versatility, you also have to keep in mind that they have to immerse themselves in several different types of characters, and they almost have to do it at the drop of a hat. Right. And it's like, okay, do this character, but do this character as you know, a Frenchman or do this character as this, can you do this character screaming? Can you do this? Char- mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. it's not just like, Oh, hold on one second. one second. like, it's, it's
1: immediate. Right. Yeah. So right. It, well, yeah. It's amazing. You, I think you hit on something yeah. really good. Like a lot of these voices, they are the same voice. Mm-hmm. There's just a slight twist to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but like the thing is like as a listener, as a kid, yeah, I didn't care. Like I could yeah. tell, you well, know, and like, you
0: don't like, think of them I'm I'm as actors either. You think You're like, oh, they're cartoons, but you see actors or the guys you see in movies, you know? And it's, I think, the misconception for a lot of people, and it's understandable because this is not... There's not a lot... Honestly, until uh, this documentary that uh, famous voice actor John DiMaggio put out uh, a few years ago called I Know That Voice came out, yeah. there wasn't a lot of resources for people to know how mm-hmm. it's done or to know what happens uh, behind the cartoons or yeah, behind right. the video Unless game. you had like a special feature. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and now exactly. there's
1: even websites that they have set up. And I think they even re- reference it in I Know That Voice mm-hmm. on like if you want to start this, mm-hmm. Like there are resources available. It's yeah, really yeah. great, actually, and yeah. there's a and it's it's an amazing community. and like doing more and more research, listening to I know that voice mm-hmm. listening to uh Rob Paulson has a podcast, yeah. yeah, and his is really amazing. He does it just with other voice mm-hmm. actors, and he actually like the the love and encouragement and oneness in that community, yeah is amazing. It's yeah. so. Not foundational. What's the word? They're it's so tight knit, yeah, and supportive of each mm-hmm. other. And I think they, they said it no. so many times, like Cree Summer, yeah. who's a very well known voice yeah. actress. Yeah. She said, you know, um, this it's is ch- one of the few jobs where everybody... you like, refer people you, for roles. Exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah.
0: this this is is I like this, but it's, I don't not know. Right I don't it. know how I would be good for it, but you know, this person would be really good right. for it. Right. Right. And, you, yeah. and it, that's just a testament to the profession itself probably because of the an- an- anonymity to it and yeah. you're not like putting yourself out there physically in front of people right. there's little there's like no ego that yeah. goes along to it and that's another thing that's so appealing to me yeah. about it um and to to kind of go back um a little bit um it's as far as an art form goes it's it's more than just getting behind a microphone and doing and a funny doing, voice. doing a silly yeah. voice doing right. a goofy voice, like oh i can oh gosh i can do goofy well or, i'm all going on strike you yeah. know it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like yep. oh. hollywood i can do sweet <laughs> yeah. you got but, this right. really crazy voice yeah, it's <laughs> like it's it's more than that there's yeah. a method to it there's yeah. there's there's theater to it. You need to understand yeah. the theater element because all the greats. If you look at Dawes Butler doing Yogi Bear, mm-hmm. oh, he's good. His chest, a boo boo. Like yeah. his chest is, and he's like, it. You, you, Mark almost, Hamill when he does the Joker. It's yeah. like, oh, uh, you really gotta let it rip. Yeah, exactly. Know. They're they are animated in the booth yeah. because they understand the character. You know, these actors and actresses look at their character sheets, and it's not just okay. And like they do that you It's like Do okay. this character Three different yeah. ways like, Yeah they like actually the Act it out Well and, and it,
1: yeah. They actually You actually want to When you do the voice Make the listener Or, or the watcher Feel some sort of emotion. You mm-hmm. you want to get a reaction, and just doing a crazy voice. I mean, that can get a laugh, mm-hmm. but there, you want there to actually be real weight behind what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. yeah, so you actually have to act first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and actually think about what the character is doing. Mm-hmm and then also do that voice right within the context of right. acting. You know this character is going to go through you know? a
0: few different situations so it's like oh, this character under a rock or like yeah. this character's just this character itself has just lost its voice how how, yeah. how are you going to convey that well also, mm-hmm. you know that it sounds like this character So i mean yeah. if you're
1: doing goofy warsh yeah. but you also oh. like you have to play like Goofy says, like, oh, gosh, what do you, what do I do? Like you know, like, Max, <laughs> you know, he's, he, you, yeah. ha- you have it's to actually up. act it Where out. Where are we going to go? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: But it, it's, it, you're, it goes back to using your voice as kind of mm-hmm. like an instrument. Yeah. It's, it's all about delivery, it's all about cadence, it's yeah. all about. Um, it, there's a musicality it, it, how, to it. it. How, right. how do you emote? Yeah. It's like um, Jess Harnell gives an example of like a line read and how musically, if you put it on a staff, Or you put it on like an EKG machine, you can see the blips and Mm -hmm. and how it moves. Uh, It's it's the line, you know. No, Mike, you don't understand. Uh, instead of saying no, Mike, you don't understand. It's like no, Mike, you don't understand. Yeah, like there's definitely there's a bounce to it. Jim there's, Cummings says right. the same thing, and it, there's there's a musicality and a movement to the way you say things that brings out emotion, mm-hmm. that brings dynamics to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, it goes back to cadence and how you say it and everything. Yeah, and for those of you listening who are throwing these names out there, and you're well, like, I don't we'll, know who they are. we we'll put, put a it. put a pin in them because will yeah. we'll. we'll we'll start we'll
1: elaborate on on some of these heavy hitters and for anybody that has seen i know that voice uh you could probably tell that we just watched it (laughs) just for kind of reference yeah uh, yeah. because we kind of wanted to i mean we do know a lot of these voices yeah we we have a lot of reverence for them but we also didn't want to just go in without we kind of needed a refresher course because some of these some of these voice actors are so prolific it, it's kind of overwhelming trying to remember everything that they've done mm-hmm. um, and we we'll, we still probably won't even be able to get through all of them right. so we're, we're trying so a lot of these points that we've talked about they've mm-hmm. actually been covered in I Know That Voice so right, if you yeah. watch it you'll yeah. be like hey they ripped it from that I just want to give credit Yeah. Yeah. because yeah. this is Absolutely. not a lot of our thing this is, this is all a lot of things yeah. that we've learned We're from citing them, that, citing our sources, th- th- right th- right now. things yeah. that
0: we knew anyway, but you know, you can know who won the war of 1812 offhand offhand, but you got, you still have to, you know, right. make sure and get verbatim, mm-hmm. like what you need for the test. So you look at yeah. it 10 right. minutes before you, before the test, yeah. Yeah. it was Alaska Absolutely. by the way. Alaska yeah. won the war Alaska won the war of 1812. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like if you don't make us a state, <laughs> I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna. they didn't get their statehood till 1959. Yeah. But uh, speaking of history, maybe if they wouldn't you know, have f- shot off at the mouth. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of history, um, the history of voice acting kind of coincides with. Let's take it back. Yeah. Let's let's get it. Let's let's take it back <laughs> all the way to the early 30s. Yeah. <laughs> um, really, yeah. the 20s when oh, yeah. sound started becoming the norm in motion pictures. right? So with yep. that, so TV wasn't a luxury anybody had, that the vast majority of people had until the 50s. So only like the erudite had TV mm-hmm. just as like a uh, decoration. The like, down the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bought a <your> television. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the way that you would get that anybody would get any form of entertainment that wasn't vaudeville or theater was yeah. at you know the, the picture the, house, the movie yeah. house. Or radio. Or radio. Yeah. So that's why when, when sound started coming into play into motion picture, what they would show before motion pictures were animated, animated shorts. shorts. So yeah. before they right. started making animated feature films like Disney did, it was just animated shorts before mm-hmm. that. So with sound coming into play, You need people to do voices. You need dynamic people to do voices. So where do you go? Radio. Radio was the hot thing. So you get radio actors. You get theater actors. You get vaudeville performers. You get ventriloquists. Mm -hmm. People who know how to use their voice, who made their bread using their voice. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these people like Dawes Butler, Mm -hmm. who we're going to talk about. Don Messick. Don Messick. June Foray. June Foray. The... What? May Questel. Yeah, Renee, Yeah. Or May Kestel. May yeah, Questel I don't know. I thought you said Rene. No, to no, repeat. sorry. Rene Russo. Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Ooh, the king, Mel Blanc, all yeah, Mel Blank. had experience on the radio. And yeah. then when animated features and animated shorts started to become the norm and started to gain traction and, and get hot, you know, they started turning to these radio personalities and then it started, it it just grew and grew and grew. And finally in the fifties and sixties, when television was in most American homes, you started getting the the serialized um, animated shorts.
1: Well, and a lot of, a lot of these guys, they just made the transition Mm -hmm. from the radio shows over to uh, the cartoons. And actually uh, I think, uh, like there's a, uh, there's a book called, uh, welcome foolish mortals and it's about Paul freeze mm-hmm. okay. and Paul freeze. I mean, he's, he's right up there with, with Mel, Bl- he's not yeah. as well known as Mel right. Blanc, but he's he done did, like the scores Rankin, of and stuff. Bass. Did Rankin and B- a lo- yeah. I kind of call him the, the voice of Christmas yeah. because he, he's done so many Rankin and bass specials, but he's also done, um, he was the voice, he's the ghost host. Of the haunted mansion, yeah. Welcome, foolish mortals, mm-hmm. and so he's
0: Boris from uh,
1: *Rocking Bullwinkle. Uh, yes, and he he did a lot of um, you'd know his voice Burger, anywhere, Burgermeister Meister, Burgermeister Meister, Burger, Meister Me- yeah. and also his assistant, Burgermeister Meisterberger. Mm-hmm. You know, he he did yeah. all of those voices, and he was just very very. But like in that book, they're they're talking about how he would basically when it switched from radio to cartoons, he would just be like hey you know like i i get to work with all my buddies mm-hmm. still like so the yeah, medium's yeah. changing but it's still great because i still have all of these connections like he'd still work with June Foray and you know he didn't work with Mel Blanc as much mm-hmm. cuz Mel Blanc was kind of contracted for Warner Brothers yeah. and Warner Brothers kind of had I mean, he, when you have Mel Blanc, there's not a whole lot else yeah. you need. You maybe yeah. you had, you had Mel Blanc, you had Arthur Q. Bryan from Elmer Fudd, yeah. and then you had June Foray for all and the women. It, So There's you only had three, three people. Mel Blanc looks over at Arthur Q. Bryan. He's like, "I could do this.
0: I could also do that. I just I'm already doing so much. I guess you <laughs> yeah. can have this." Yeah. Yeah. Who who was um Daffy Duck or no? Who am I think? Uh, Mel Blanc was Daffy Duck, right? Yeah. Mel Blanc was mm-hmm. pretty much all I'm of them. I'm Thinking of Donald yeah. Duck and that was Clarence Nash. That was Clarence Ducky yeah. And Nash. Yeah. 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 So there is kind of two camps of a lot of animated stuff so like we were saying beforehand there's the golden age or from about like yeah. 1940 yeah it's about the 1970s or 80s mm-hmm. and in that time you saw it again become you know episodic um it, it became prime time when the Flintstones hit the airwaves in the early 60s with and Hanna-Barbera Mm-hmm. Um, started having, like, Warner Brothers and MGM weren't the only ones who were making animated stuff Yeah, Hanna-Barbera was really yeah, competing Han- for time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, they actually, like, Hanna and Barbera split off from MGM when their animation, right. uh, when their animation, um, I almost said channel, when their animation <laughs> part of the studio... Um, Didn't they shut down? It shut down, so... Because yeah. um,
1: they did they did a lot of the Tom and Jerry shorts, a, little, a lot yeah, of the later like, ones. Uh, I think
0: Droopy was... Uh, yeah, Droopy, too. Dro- Droopy was yep, in yep. there. Uh, And Droopy Uh, (laughs) 2 Tom and Jerry And Droopy 2 My
1: life is misery (laughs) Don Messick It's a lesser Lesser known (laughs) Cartoon serial (laughs) And Droopy (laughs) 2
0: Droopy 2 And Hanna-Barbera He's an
1: afterthought In his family (laughs) And also Droopy (laughs) Like In
0: that golden age Warner Brothers And Hanna-Barbera were like the two figureheads mm-hmm. in animation. Yeah. And uh, we've mentioned Mel Blanc. We're going to talk more about him later on. But with Hanna-Barbera, kind of the Mel Blanc of Hanna-Barbera was Dawes Butler. Mm-hmm. Dawes Butler was Quick Draw McGraw. He was Huckleberry Hound, Snagglepuss, Yogi Bear, Loopy Loop, Peter Potamus, Elroy Jetson, Captain Crunch. And- he he was a
1: ton. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was basically a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. Um, and really that's the thing about these voice actors Uh, we were talking a little bit about it before is Mm -hmm. uh, Mel Blanc and Dawes Butler um when you're talking about something like that with someone so prolific that's doing so many voices Mm -hmm. it's not just that they're just good voice actors Mm -hmm. they're good actors Mm -hmm. because they're not just doing a voice I mean yeah the voices are all different but they they came up with that voice and they came up with that character I mean Mel Blanc created the personalities of for each Bugs Bunny. of yeah. all of these characters. Like they, it wasn't just like a, okay, he does the voice and then there's nothing like, I yeah. mean, there Bugs was nothing Bunny,
0: established that there's no, nothing established on how Bugs Bunny would be. It was Mel no. Blank that attributed that personality. The same to him. thing with yeah. Dawes
1: Butler. I mean, Dawes like got to make a Yogi Bear, this kind of opportunistic, lazy, <laughs> yes. but also very lovable character. Right. I mean, it's, it, I mean, that's probably his, I mean, but, you know, Huckleberry Hound and Yogi Bear, those are probably the ones that, I mean, those that kind of put him on the map. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he he, he just, uh, he, he created a ton of others, but those were the first two. In the mm-hmm. Hanna-Barbera catalog too, whatever Dawes Butler didn't do. Yeah, um, Don Messick. Don Messick did quite a few in, too. Like yeah, he did Droopy and Scooby Doo. He did Scooby Doo. Yep. Yeah, he did uh, Doctor Quest. Yeah, from yeah. Johnny Quest. Um, Dingling Wolf. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Ding-a-ling, uh to. Uh, oh gosh, what was. I can't remember. It does. It's there's so many. I can't yeah. remember who yeah. Dingling is attached to. Yeah, he was
0: Boo Boo. So yeah, Don yeah. Butler yeah. was was
1: yep. Yogi Bear and Don Messick was Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Yogi. That's yeah. a terrible Boo Boo. <laughs> But that, that's a testament, though, is like he will try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: you said it's funny because it sounds like you're just being flippant about, like, you just got shot and you're like, oh, that's a terrible boo-boo. <laughs> Ouch. That's a terrible. I going to, go to the do- that's I gonna swell. A, that's a bad ouchie. <laughs> go, you go up to the hospital. I got, I got a boo-boo.
1: <laughs> you got shot. Well, and it's funny because after after Don Messick, um, it, it, it's an, so after him, it, Frank Welker kind of comes on the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He comes Alan in, Reed in the sixties and yeah. the seventies mm-hmm. and Frank Welker kind of becomes the new Don Messick slash does Butler. He yeah. takes so many things and Frank Welker is still working to this oh, day yeah, yeah. still he's, doing he, random he, dog noises he in movies he like has 850 and credits it's ridiculous the amount of things he, that he's done he's like the yeah. go
0: to guy for animal noises he's yeah.
1: still I, well I, I I don't think he does it anymore but up until maybe like a couple of years ago he was still doing Freddy yeah for, from for Scooby-Doo been
0: Fred since still, 1969 his voice never changed it yeah. still sounds exactly, exactly the same
1: it's mm-hmm. nuts and he's like in his seventies, eighties, yeah. But then he's, he's also
0: done stuff in Transformers, you know. Yeah, he's and pretty like old. He was um, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty Ab- old. Abu from Aladdin, yeah. And then he was Goddard and Jimmy Neutron, like just yeah. any. He's in, he's, he's
1: of, Abu in the new movie, yeah. And, and a, the a, new a, a lot
0: of his credits, you just see such and such dog, such mm-hmm. and such like various animal yeah. noises, you know. Like I mean, you know, in in the yeah, eighties, seventy three, sorry. And I'm he took thinking. over as Scooby Doo from Don yeah. Messick. So, oh, that's crazy. In the eighties, like his. In the 80, he did a lot of like, villain voices. Yeah, So like yeah. you know, he, he, could be, he could be you know hey what, do, like, so really like, like, what what do yeah, we Doctor Claw yeah it's like yeah. What, what are we gonna do gang and then. You could just as easily be someone who's giving orders like you need yeah. to be doing this yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's just that that range and that variation in their voice. Um, so I mean there's there's a ton there's, a ton of names in this yeah. golden era that are just. I don't know, to me, I watch an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon and I get a lot of warmth. I watch Looney Tunes, I get yeah, a lot yeah. of warmth. And a lot of these voices can be attributed to that.
1: Uh, like, th- Yeah, Matt yeah. mentioned Alan Reed earlier. Oh, yeah, he Alan was, Reed,
0: Thurl's Ravenscroft. Yeah, yeah. Thurl he, Ravenscroft,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, Thurl Ravenscroft, he, gosh, everybody knows his voice uh, without knowing it. He mm-hmm. is... They're great, yeah, Tony, Tony the tiger. The tiger, Great Flakes. He's uh, great, 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 Great Flakes <laughs> of, of the famous Great Flakes. <laughs> <Of the laughs> great Flakes. Um, yeah. He he sang, uh, "You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch." Mm-hmm. So the traditional, ver- not the Jim Carrey version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
0: Jim Carrey sang that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: The Boris Karloff narrated. Yes, yeah. He yeah. he did he did that. He's very well known for his low baritone. Um, yeah. If you hear anything super super low from like the '60s on up to the '80s. Odds are it's probably Joe yeah. Ravenscroft. Yeah. Like it, yeah. he he did so many things. And he did a lot of things for Disney.
0: Yeah, Paul Winchell, who was the original oh Tigger, Dick oh, yeah. oh, Dastardly Paul from Wacky Races, uh, yeah. Gargamel from Smurfs. I think in terms of his voice, whether big or small, was in like every movie you watched as a kid. Pat Buttram is like. Pat Butcher in the 70s is like Jim Cummings in the 90s. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there was that Douglas. character that was doing this. So, no, yeah. like, oh,
1: I don't know what's going on. Well, that was his regular voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mr. I, Haney. I mean, he was. He Pat was, uh, he was Mr. Haney and uh, Mr. Haney in Green Acres. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see. So. I, saw,
0: I saw him on an episode of uh, The Munsters. And he still talks like I'm this. here to fix your toilet. It's yeah. like, oh my God, it's not just a voice. Yeah. It's like, the anyone f- who sounds like yeah. this. It's like the like first yep. Robin Hood or the yes. Arista Cat. It's, it's yes. like yes. the first time i ever heard Macho Man Randy Savage outside of the ring. like, ooh, take a look body. take my body. It's like, oh my God, he really sounds like that. Yeah. But yeah. Pat Butram yeah, is sort Pat, of like you know, the Jim Cummings. Pat
1: is sense. a is a great example of someone who has kind of a novelty voice. Mm-hmm. That yeah. That just you can recognize. And he doesn't do anything to it and no. he doesn't change it. It's the same voice always. But he got a lot of work doing oh, yeah. it because he cool. had a very specific type of voice. Yeah. And I he, didn't
0: want to suggest that like because Jim Cummings is obviously way more versatile than Pat Butram, well, but in terms of like the kids the movies you watch as a kid. With the kind of and, movies he was involved yeah, with. He was, yeah, he was he was in Some former fashion like 101 Dalmatians or like Robin Hood or these movies. Phil Harris was the same way. Yeah. 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 Phil Harris. That low baritone voice. I mean, he played
1: three characters that were essentially the same. Yeah, I mean, Little John in uh, Robin Hood and and Baloo in The Jungle Book and then Thomas O'Malley in The Aristocats. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then he was in Don Bluth, uh, Rockadoodle a years yeah. later.
0: Yeah. You want know, to talk about splitting off from a large corporation and doing your yeah. own thing? Don Bluth. Don Bluth mm-hmm. split off from Disney and Dang. did, like, The Land Before yeah. Time and stuff Yeah, like that. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit. Yeah. Little yeah. 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 And, I mean, yeah. and you talked yeah. about somebody kind of getting by on a novelty voice. She didn't necessarily have, like, a novelty voice throughout all of her credits, but May Questial? Yeah. Like, Betty yeah. Boop? Betty Boop. So it, I think Boop, for, Boop, just for the Betty Boop credit alone, you could put her oh, on, sh- like, uh, a... a, a uh, like a Mount Rushmore of female, yeah, like voiceover actresses. But also olive oil. Oh, which yeah, is oh, yes. much oh all. Popeye. Yeah. 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 Also yeah. Aunt Bethany from National yeah, Lampoon's exactly. Christmas Vacation. I love riding in cars. This is house that her? is bigger than yeah. your old one. That was
1: her. Is Rusty still in the yeah. Navy? that's clock? the kind of thing that I love <laughs> <Yeah>. learning. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's
0: great. Yeah. Oh, I didn't it's know like, that. It's like today I found out that Dante Bosco, Rufio from yeah. Hook. Um, he's do, he's doing a lot of voiceover work now. Yeah, and he yeah. and in in a Goofy movie, there's a scene where yeah. where they're at a, a, an assembly at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie, and uh, there's a character that's like Stacy, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Dante that's Bos- Dante Bosco. That that's Dante Bosco. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that either. We talked
1: about yeah. that earlier. That's right. so great. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's such a great connection. Uh huh. But that's the thing about voice acting is like mm-hmm. you will not have any like you won't be able to connect things it's and then the you'll find out of it. Yeah, yeah like you eventually like some of these things are even uncredited mm-hmm. oh yeah like i'm not even sure dante bosco got a credit for that i uh, probably not but like now that we know mm-hmm. like that's great like you it's it's so unique and yeah obscure yeah now that's yeah. All it's great here
0: well and it's like um aaron lore is the singing yeah. voice for max in a in goofy, a goofy movie. movie and he played dean portman in, in the, a mighty d2 ducks. Mighty ducks. and d3 mighty ducks yeah. which is yeah. so strange anyway what, what was what was kind of more prevalent too was um they were still nobody was specifically like a voice person per se, maybe like Dawes Butler and yeah. Don Messick, but yeah. you get somebody like Jim Backus who was Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Mr. Magoo, he was also. My
1: girl, you've he, done it again. Thurston Howell the Third on Gilligan's yeah, Island. He was on Love You
0: yeah. always had that type of voice. Yes. He um, was <laughs> no, no. It was great though. Like, <laughs> oh, he's... Uh, let's take a moment of silence for Jim Backus. <laughs> yes. I that's... thought that's what that was. You <laughs> always had that voice.
1: But there, his voice is instantly recognizable, though. You know that it's Jim Backus, even though it's like an exaggerated version of his voice. When he does Mr. Magoo, yeah. you can tell it's Jim Backus. Yeah. Uh, Hans Conrad yeah. was another one of those guys. I mean, Captain Hook. Captain Hook, uh, Disney's Halloween treat. Yeah, Ooh, he, he yeah, did. George. If you liked Rocky and Bullwinkle when you were little, uh, he was Snidely Whiplash. Yeah, <laughs> he oh. was great as Snidely Whiplash. Some Dudley Do Right. Yeah, Dudley Do Right. Yeah. Well, Dudley Do Right was on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It's> like, come, <laughs> on. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. Dude. So George they're, at the Jungle. They're, they're it's all like... Brendan Fraser.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of it's the same thing. It, but like, yeah, like Rocky and Bullwinkle and Dudley Do Right. Yeah, they had a lot George's, of like these cavalcades table of like, actors. Like June Foray. Yeah, June Foray, who is the female Mel Blanc, and absolutely in her own right. Right. Is when she is jumped from Warner Brothers back and forth from Warner Brothers to Hanna Barbera.
1: Yeah, like she had eventually her foot in did both Disney. camps. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, she
1: she was so well known at doing uh, really any kind of female. But usually, I mean, you you know, she did Granny, she mm-hmm. did witches, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. any kind of
0: any witch you hear uh, in an old Looney Tunes yeah. is June
1: Foray. And of course, mm-hmm. she did Rocky. Yeah. Rocky Giant Squirrel, uh, Giant Squirrel, Rocky, 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 Rocky the Flying, flying squirrel. squirrel. Rocky the Giant Squirrel. <laughs> right, that would be a completely well, different voice. Well, Rocky, you sure are big. <laughs>
0: hey, don't think about it, Bullwinkle, just let it happen.
1: <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> He's growing. His size. Oh, oh, his size no. height. Oh,
0: gee, Rocky, why are you behind me? <laughs> gee, Rocky, why not you just take it easy there? <laughs> Just let it happen, Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> you better be a little too hot. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, she also it's did Natasha
1: sexual. Fatale. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, you're fucked. So, yes, it's Natasha. But it's but yeah. Moose and Squirrel. Yeah. you know that's as a guy that doesn't sound very much like Natasha. <laughs> moose and Squirrel.
0: But not. Not. I didn't ask you what you're having for dinner. Natasha <laughs> Dolly. Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> moose and
1: Squirrel. But yeah, there were there were lots of other. Uh, I mean, at this time, there, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot. We, we had to kind of unearth some. I think once Hanna-Barbera came into town and came into their own, uh-huh. I think that's kind of when more of the voice stable kind of kind of started to expand. Yeah. Uh, you get Gene Vanderpile, Janet Waldo. Gene Vanderpile did Rosie the Robot yeah. and Wilma Still, Flintstone, uh, Yeah, uh, which is basically the same Voice, it's just one's like a Brooklyn accent or yeah. something.
0: Yeah, well, um, Mr. J Janet, um, <laughs> Janet Waldo then came from the rate from like acting to the radio as well. Yeah. And she did, um, Judy
1: Jetson. She did a lot of teen voices, yeah. like yeah. if they needed a teenager, they'd, they'd get Judy Jet or uh, Janet Waldo to do <laughs> yeah. that Yo, Judy kind of Jetson. voice. Actually, her <laughs> name's <is> Janet Waldo. <laughs> she Whatever. changed it, she changed yeah. it officially to Judy Jetson, exactly. <laughs> but well, this is so. This is somewhat sad, but I didn't realize this. So, George O'Hanlon, mm-hmm. uh, who did uh, George Jetson, yeah, uh, I knew he died, yeah, but I didn't know that he had actually died during production of Jetson's The Movie from 1989. Wow. Like, he died while he was doing the voice, like in the middle of it, on uh, yeah, doing the uh, while he, while he was, uh, I think he had a uh, a stroke. Oh my gosh, and uh, Andrea, um, What's her face Romano uh, Andrea Romano uh, witnessed him oh, dying while goodness. he was there. And um, I believe it was George O'Hanlon and it was uh, just kind of one of those things, but you know, he died doing what he loved. Yeah. Which is really and, cool. Also, it's, it's just really time, profoundly like, yeah, sad. Kinda, it's <laughs> yeah.
0: sad and kind of traumatic for and, whoever was there. And and like Matt said earlier, um, the a lot of these folks from the golden age the men and women from the golden age, they're doing voices until either they physically can't do it anymore. They pass away yeah. during, you know, like before or after they're supposed to be mm-hmm. recording or they just, I mean, they're, they're June Foray and she's Mel, working into yeah. her 90s. Mel Blank yeah. worked until his eighties. And the only reason he stopped is the same thing with the Jetsons movies, like his last credit. Cause he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like yeah. he, he had a really bad cough. So he went yeah. to the hospital and he yeah. fell out of his bed and um and broke his oh, man that's um, so crazy his femur broke his femur it's sternum f- no his... it, well he broke his femur oh, I, was, okay. I, I know I was touching to my, my sternum yeah, yeah okay. because I got I got I got confused and <laughs> he uh, broke his femur and you're hitting <laughs> your forehead <laughs> right in his femur um, but <laughs> he broke his femur and that caused the reaction in his body that he passed away that's crazy um, I did not know that but it's just it's crazy that as you went from the forties and fifties and sixties and seventies into the eighties, more of the Saturday morning cartoon Uh era, which us three growing up with those being more in syndication than maybe the more golden age stuff. We kind of grew up more with the stuff from the eighties and Mm nineties, which the folks in the golden age, Open the door so that this could be a viable option. Yeah. Like you didn't have to be in radio yeah. before you did cartoons. Like you could you could be an actor or an actress, and you could do those things. But there's a lot of actors and actresses who like you could go to school for it now. Yeah, you got guys like Dawes Butler, Dawes yeah. Butler teaching. teaching. Yeah, um, well, and he um, he. Who took over for uh, Porky Pig? Bob Bergen. Uh, Bob Bergen. Bob Bergen.
1: Bob Bergen. Yeah. Uh, he. Well, Nancy it's Cartwright. funny. Uh, Bob Bergen tried to get into one of his classes, and so he would come if there was a spot open. But I think at the time, uh, all of his classes were filled up, so mm-hmm. he would just come sporadically. But at the time, Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. like Bart Simpson. Oh my gosh! That, like she was a huge uh, successor. Yeah. Uh, or not successor but a uh, student under yeah. under um, the tutelage yeah. of Dawes butler as was um bob Bergen. Mm-hmm. um i think i think cam clark ah i think yeah, he maybe I, was th- there's a f- yeah. there's a couple other i might be wrong there, about that there's there's, there's, a there's a few several that i know that like actually learned under him um charlie adler nah, yeah. I th- not Char- did Charlie I think, Adler. I learn think Charlie kind of Adler might funny? have. Is that um, where he learned his
0: hamburglar? Gosh, it's uh, so hard. <laughs> You've, been <laughs> You've been wanting to insert that reference all <laughs> yeah. night.
1: To among Amongst Charlie Adler's it could have, wide. Tom, Tom Kenny might have been one of them. Okay,
0: so SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, Tom, Tom Kenny, um, who is. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I was. I knew Charlie Adler had like 300 credits on IMDb. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he's, got he's got so a lot. much. Buster Bunny. He's so, yeah, exactly from Tiny Toons. Um, he's got he's so versatile. But the one thing that caught my eye was he was the Hamburglar and <laughs> a lot of the and uh, a lot of the live action and animated like McDonald's commercials, yeah, commercials and shorts and stuff like that. And so I've been wanting to make a Hamburglar reference. Rabble, rabble. The, yeah, exactly.
1: Well, it's it's funny though if you if you think about that how high pitched it is mm-hmm. and you think of Buster Bunny makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, and you can <laughs> also hear a
0: Ickis from um Are Real Monsters. Yeah, Ickis, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's also right. Ed Bighead from Rocco's Modern Life Yes, yes mm-hmm. he was. Like it's great cuz you can hear kind of those intonations in people's voices like with someone like Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings is so oh, Jim notorious Cummings, with his it. His is the most recognizable to me him and Rob Paulson have like the most yeah. recognizable and in, instantly um, recognizable yeah, voices. Yeah, exactly. Even even the variations on their voice, even when it's not recognizable, yeah. as even it still sounds like them. Mm-hmm. Um it, At least when you find out it's them, you're like, I can hear it now. Yeah, as there's fair.
1: very few that I've ever heard them do that I can't say that's them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kat Susie's the
0: same way. Yeah, Cat, uh, you trust can McNeil? Tell tell yeah.
1: almost immediately yeah. when it's a voice of theirs. Mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. Like I mean oh, you don't yeah. necessarily want someone to fool you. Like I think yeah. when I hear Jim Cummings' voice, I think, "Oh my gosh, 90s Disney mm-hmm. happiness." Yeah. <laughs> you Disney, know, like I love like his voice. His Disney Channel and yeah. stuff. Like that. Yeah. Like I mean he he I mean, yeah, he's most recognizable for Tigger and for Pooh, but he's yeah. done Darkwing Dark Duck. Duck. Darkwing Duck. He did uh Monterey Jack mm-hmm. um, on
0: um tailspin no, no. on a chip and rescues Rangers, he actually yeah.
1: took over from uh, i believe peter cullen did it which is
0: like that's just nuts peter like, cullen is like his optimist like he's peter cullen is an anomaly yeah like with he also did
1: voices yeah which is depressing character right. very well no like he's a very depressed character yeah, yeah. very low deep voice it's he was kind of like mm-hmm. you know like after Thurl Ravencroft right. went away he kind of became the new one like yeah. I mean, that, which is it's with voice acting this is just one of those things where when someone in their craft like stops doing it or becomes mm-hmm. unable to do it there's always going to be a market for someone looking yeah. mm-hmm. to replace that mm-hmm. um you know when Bob Bergen was trying to to be Porky Pig mm-hmm. he realized well Mel Blanc is like in his 70s yeah and he's still doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, well, like, yeah, I can't I can't I can't, I I can't be porky pig. You know, by the time he's in his 80s, I'll be in my 20s. Yeah. Is he still going to be doing it? Like right. that's the thing. Like I mean, that's the thing is mm-hmm. like you try to I mean, he 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 could be porky pig and he eventually would go on to do yeah. it, but You also want to... Versatility is the name of the game. So you Mm -hmm. can't just box yourself into one voice or try not to box yourself in with one voice so that you can try to Mm -hmm. do some other things. And then when the time comes, you try out for it. And that's one thing that Disney really did Mm -hmm. was Disney, especially for their marquee (laughs) characters, Mm -hmm. meaning Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, all of those. Generally speaking, they try to groom from within Oh yeah. And replace like I think Walt Disney did Walt Disney did um, Snow White's voice. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's an in joke that we have is that Walt Disney did the voice of Snow White. He did. He's it's like ridiculous. Well, what are we
0: paying her for? I can do a girl's voice. <laughs>
1: oh, oh my oh little seven little boys. Hi, I, hello. I can do a pretty little girls voice. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be
0: attracted to that? That's him talking to the 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 director.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think so, Walt. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> but Walt Disney, he originally did Mickey mouse. Most people know that, Mm -hmm. but then he eventually got really busy. Uh, can't imagine why. Yes. (laughs) I don't know why. Uh, but then he, he, he trained a sound effects man, Jimmy McDonald Mm -hmm. and Jimmy McDonald was very prolific, uh, not just as Mickey Mouse, but as a like I said, a sound engineer came up with uh. tons of different special effects that they did on the shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really interesting if you ever get a chance to like look at like some of the stuff he did. Like he had like I think a video talking about a workshop of training yeah. other guys and like how to do it. It's really cool. Um, but then he trained Wayne Allwine, who became Mickey. I think his first credit was uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. in okay. 1985. He, he, yeah, I think. Yeah. And then from then on, he he, Wayne Allwine was Mickey Mouse forever up until like oh, I mean up until his death. Uh, But he started training uh, Brett Iwin. Mm -hmm. I think that's how you say his name, Iwin. But Brett Iwin does about the best impersonation I think I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean the current he is nuts at how close he sounds to Mickey. I don't (laughs) think I've ever heard. He is a castrato. <laughs> yeah. Really good. But, it, it, I mean, you know, Clarence Nash did that with uh, mm-hmm. an animator named Tony mm-hmm. Anselmo, yeah. who, who does it now. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he's an animator. Yeah. And so he just with, trained uh, him. With Donald Duck. With Donald Duck, yes. Yeah. Yes. Clarence Nash uh, did Donald Duck for years and years and years and then just trained internally. Mm-hmm. Said, you're, you know, you're going to have to take it over. Um, Bill Farmer, I think, is an anomaly because Pinto Colvig <laughs> was... He was a circus clown, yeah. Who also did Goofy, but go- he he did a couple of things. He did uh, Grumpy, yeah. I think in uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and was also um, yeah. He did Grumpy and Sleepy, mm-hmm. and he also did uh, who else did Pinto Colvig do? Several different voices for disney mm-hmm. just kind of as as like little bit parts yeah. here and there until goofy kind of came around and then he i think they had a strike and i think he mm-hmm. walked out or there's like a labor union yeah i know so what it's you're gonna so say funny, like he was telling matt this earlier it's like
0: he himself went on strike just him
1: by himself well,
0: no, i'm going on strike let's go guys i'm out of here well, i'm out of here Actually, I'm, I'm going on strike pinto Colvig's one was kind of well, it was good like more like this yeah it's like He's like, oh, I'm brave. I think Bill Bill Farmer's goofy. has a little more. I would say like, Bill Maxi, Farmer's inter-
1: iteration is mm-hmm. the best. Uh, that's the thing is like uh, Pinto Colvig was somewhat replaceable. Mm-hmm. Bill Farmer will be hard to replace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My gosh, his goofy his is, is legendary. Yeah. I mean, even within the industry, people are like, Floored by how good his Goofy is. Yeah, mm-hmm. his Goofy's. I mean, really it's good. it's the definitive take, which mm-hmm. is funny because I would say everybody else's, uh, minus maybe I don't know, like uh, minus maybe Sterling Holloway's, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Jim Cummings has kind of become. Yeah, because <laughs> Sterling Holloway, it was just his voice for Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. and Jim Cummings just imitated <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, and you he's know, like, sp- "You done, son." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like I I don't know I, I think. I think it's going to be really, really hard for them to find a replacement for mm-hmm. for Bill Farmer uh, yeah. once he moves on. Because oh, he, yeah. he also does Pluto. Roosie mm-hmm. uh, Taylor did uh, Minnie, Minnie Mouse. Mouse. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, Wayne Allwine and Roosie Taylor were married.
0: Well, all right. Mazel tov. So,
1: <laughs> Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse were actually married in real life. That's, that's cool.
0: Roosie Taylor also, she did a lot of voices for The Simpsons, who also had yeah. Hank Azaria the Simpsons plays Mo, just and in and it of itself. Yeah. Well, we could have an entire legends. section. Yeah. 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 Exactly. There, there's literally maybe Dan only Castellaneta. there's like seven marquee people who do voices on The Simpsons, yep. and maybe four of them do most of like Dan Castellaneta, Harry Shear, Hank Azaria, Trace McNeil, um, do all the characters about ninety percent majority yeah. of everybody. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to talk that's that's that goes back to. Um Your versatility mm-hmm. And although we We said Jim Cummings And Rob Paulson You can instantly tell it to them They're still very versatile yeah. Like there's There's still Did you say Harry Shearer too Harry Shearer yeah Okay Yeah I, I mean tell. You can tell Harry, Harry Shearer all, all the way there You can tell He's 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 uh You can tell he's uh why am I blanking? Um <laughs> Doctor Hibbert. Doctor Hibbert. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Mr. No, Burns. Says, Flanders. Yeah. Smithers, like you can yeah, tell Smithers. it's Harry Shearer because Harry Shear has a classic, very, very low voice. Yeah. T w o. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh. He, he. Oh my God! I love the Christopher Guest movies, and, and he, he's a. Oh. He's one of the top <laughs> players so in the Christopher good. Guest movies. Yeah. Um. But like you can still. You can tell it's them, but you, it's still yeah. cool to hear the versatility. Uh, Maurice LaMarche is someone who he played yeah. Brain. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Pinky in the Brain, he did various voices for Animaniacs. He's like the Orson uh, Welles go-to. Yeah. yeah. You we know, need like an Orson Welles he was, impersonation. Uh, Egon. Egon, Egon, Egon the in real the Ghostbusters. real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters cartoon. Um, E.G. Daly. Yeah. Like, Tommy Pickles. She, yeah, Tommy Pickles. She was a recording artist for yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. If you've ever seen the 80s underrated classic Better, Better Off, off Dead. Dead. She is the singer at the dance who's and singing, who's singing the, like, the song Better Off Dead. And she's Dottie from, or uh, Dottie from, 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 from Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's Big, Big Adventure. Big Adventure. Yeah. But like, if, to hear her talk, you can hear Tommy you can Pickles hear Buttercup. From yeah, from yeah. Buttercup, you can hear Buttercup. You can hear Babe the Pig, which is funny because she's been in a number of Rob Zombie movies and like some not-so-wholesome roles. Yeah. So to hear her maybe say something dirty, her voice automatically sounds like Tommy Pickles. So... It's she's a lot. Dutch. Yeah. Tommy pickles she's talking to you dirty, a, which is weird. She was a call yeah. girl in Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Oh I, yeah. I remember Dutch. Yeah. Uh, so you get people like EG Daly. Um, we mentioned Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. was Bart Simpson.
1: Well, it was funny. So talking about like people replacing others, mm-hmm. um, EG Daly replaced Christine Cavanaugh, uh, Nancy yeah. Cartwright Nancy replaced Cartwright. Christine Cavanaugh as Chucky Fenster no 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 I was saying it's Babe the Pig
0: oh see I'm getting a mix up because Christine Cavanaugh but she did you're right yeah yes Uh, Nancy
1: Cartwright did replace Christine Cavanaugh because Christine Cavanaugh died very unexpectedly yeah 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 Um, Um, but uh, Christine Kavanaugh was also a legend. She was Dexter. In Man. her own, right? Yeah. yeah. Did a ton of voices in the 90s.
0: Well, you mentioned Trace McNeil for The Simpsons, where she yeah. pretty much did every female character except yeah. the Bouviers, you know, Marge. And like and, Rusty and, Ta- well, I yeah. guess Rusty Taylor was Millhouse. Yeah. But, but, um, no, but it was Pamela Hayden. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you can't forget about, like, she also did Animaniacs. She yeah. was Dot and Animaniacs. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Uh, amongst other voices in Animax. Right. And then there's Rob Paulson and Jess Harnell mm-hmm. who are Yakko and Wacko. Yeah. And they're like legends in their own rights. Like, Jess Harnall has like one of the most versatile voices. Yeah. Because you get him, uh, he's, you know, he's Wacko. He's doing this. But then he's down here all the way. Like, Dan, yeah, he's, he's like, really he, low. he's just, he, his his range is really yeah. great. Yeah. And Rob Paulson as Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all those Ninja Turtles have such distinct voices. James Avery was the shredder. He's also Uncle
1: Phil, Cam Clark. Cam Clark. Uh, Uh, I think... I think Jim Cummings actually took over yeah, he took Shredder as, yes, after he was third James Shredder. Avery. Yeah, yeah. It was James
0: Avery, another guy, and then Jim and then Cummings. Jim Cummings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one person that had kind of a crossover appeal, and as much as we want to talk about him a lot, um, we won't just for the sake of time, but uh, Mark Hamill. Course. Who, of course, Luke Skywalker, the definitive Joker. Yeah, like, it, rendition, and that's what
1: he's known most for. But he did so many voice credits. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's done so much. I mean, I remember it's funny. The first time I actually recognized that he did something, I was, I was at my parents' a uh, small group. As this was this was in high school. I mm-hmm. was probably uh, ninth, eighth, or ninth grade mm-hmm. actually, and I was in the back room couldn't go out there because that's where the adults were so I uh I stayed there and they had like a bunch of dvds dvds was a relatively new medium at yeah. that time um and I think they had they had Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island and I was like yeah all right I'll just put it in I'll put it in and it was a really small role but there's a guy in there named like Luke I think mm-hmm. oddly enough yeah <laughs> and oh, it, it like I think I think that's Jedi his name. yeah <laughs> And he was basically like just like a a riverboat guy, just kind of a hick. And I looked on the back, I was like, who did that voice? And it said Mark Hamill. I was like the Star Wars guy. <laughs> Same yeah. guy? And I didn't know that, that he did Jedi the Joker. Boy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he did the Joker at that yeah. point. And like at this point, he'd he'd already done the Joker yeah. for years at this point. Yeah. Like, I mean, he'd already been it like for like six, seven, eight yeah, years. Yeah. And I just didn't know. And so I, after that I was like, Mark Hamill, I was like, I wonder what else he's done. And like, is this like and then boy, did that open a rabbit hole? And I I like just did some searching. I was like, he's the Joker. (laughs) And I was like, that's amazing. You know, well, and it's weird, but I always felt bad for people like famous people. Uh If they didn't have anything more than that one role. So I felt bad. Like more Campbell didn't have anything. Local grocery store commercials, which he did do. He did, uh, for a grocery store called Marsh (laughs) (laughs) in Indiana. That's, it's actually, I think Midwest, but he did a bunch of commercials for them. And I was like, it's nice to see he's kept active. Yeah. Oh boy, has he ever! Yeah. Like he's, Yeah. He's done so much, and obviously, you know, now that he's the mm-hmm. guy that I mean, everybody knows who Mark Hamill is. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't know, you've been living under a rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know,
0: other notable Joker performances: Kevin Michael Richardson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, very good. He he. Tim Curry only did it for the first episode, and then they like reshot stuff. First episode of Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. But it's worth noting that Tim Curry, another sort of iconic, voice, yeah, yeah he, um, lent he, his voice yeah, to that. So we could have had an equally as sinister Joker. I mean, it just yeah. wouldn't have been
1: Mark Hamill. You could have. I mean, with Tim Curry, you could just say you know notable actors, mm-hmm. actor actors, like on screen actors that yeah. have also had. You know, success as voice actors. I mean,
0: Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman. Robin if, Williams Robin of all people, Rob Williams. Yeah. If if you're talking about the TGIF era, uh, Jason Marston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you saw. Yeah, exactly. Oh, step by step, step by step and then he was um He's on
1: Boy Meets World Eric, too.
0: Eric Math Eric's best friend on in the first couple world. seasons of Boy Meets World. Speaking
1: of Eric Matthews, Will Will Ferrell. Yeah. Um
0: <laughs> and then he was also um what's his face from Full House? Uh the rich guy. Yeah. Um um I almost said Thurston Howell the 3rd. That's not <laughs> him. The rich guy. Um He was the rich kid. He liked DJ but oh. also Viper. Oh, Steve? Liked DJ, not Steve. Steve was gone at this point. Steve was in college. Oh. Uh, this was this was the Viper era. Oh, uh, this I don't was like remember. One of, this was like I was one gonna of the say Dave seasons.
1: Coulier, but Dave Coulier is also a, <laughs> a notable voice actor. But what's
0: cool is <laughs> Nelson.
1: Nelson. Yeah. that's right. Oh.
0: After the rain. Not speaking of Nelson. Full House
1: actors, though. Scott Menville. Scott
0: Menville. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dwayne. Dwayne. Yeah. Like he's Dave lots Coulier. Of w- yeah. Dave Coulier. But, yeah. W-
0: this, this go This just goes to show it. It's I don't i don't know if other like it's cool but like for me i love finding that stuff out because i love going wait really cool like it's kind of the reason you said that you latched on to voice acting is being like wait a minute so-and-so so-and-so so so -so, so seeing scott menville like i geek out on that stuff yeah like i love making connections of course no we like i knew him was like dwayne he was in Ernest. uh Ernest goes. Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, he was in that, but also like he's Robin and Teen Titans. Yeah, um, and both Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. He he just he has a, a number of credits. Yeah, well, um, and, yeah, he's
1: a, he's actually yeah he's Robin, mm-hmm. but he's also um, gosh, what uh, I think he was in a, a code name Kids Next Door. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I just I'm just no, uh, no, reiterating what you already like, said. Also, but like, like so many things. Other,
0: another TV. Actress That like Wasn't like Super great at what she did do. Like Lorraine Newman was on the first yeah. uh, was on the first cast of SNL, and she yeah. wasn't, she wasn't the shiny part. It's tough when John Belushi and Dan Acker yeah. and Bill Murray and Gilda she, Radner yeah, are on the cast. She didn't second life. But, she didn't hit her yeah. stride until Problem Child too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like no, but she she found second life as voice acting. It's 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 a viable avenue. Like yeah, you know, it's you can find work as a voice actor actress yeah. if you can you know show you have some some range and some versatility to yeah. back acting. Around mm-hmm. um through the whole Star Wars connection, Frank Oz did a lot of Muppets. Yeah. yeah. The Muppets had their oh, their core of, of
1: uh voice actors yeah. as well. And he Absolutely. was he was,
0: yeah, he's Yoda Grover yeah. from Sesame Street. Um Jim Henson's I think
1: he did the he was the originator of Fozzie too. Y- yeah, yes, he was yeah, the original yeah, voice yep. of Fozzie. Jim
0: Henson's speaking voice is Kermit's like That's original voice. Kermit, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um kind of there's the thing is you can I know we can talk hours about who's who, who did what, yeah, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Because it's just the list goes on, especially since the nineteen eighties. There's just a long, long list of so many people. Yeah. Um Tom Kenny, we mentioned him earlier, yeah. SpongeBob, SpongeBob, but also he has so many other things yeah. that he did. Um Dana Hill, who was Audrey in, the, in uh, European Vacation, yeah. but she also played Max yep. in, uh, in Goof Troop. She also played one of the bully yeah. babies in the early seasons of Rugrats. And a lot of mm-hmm. these were like actors who transitioned into voiceover mm-hmm. and now they're primarily known for voiceover. But then there are also those actors who are still like well-known actors, but have sort of been ad- adopted in that community because yep. their roles have been, have been just as, like standout ish, yeah. you know, just as memorable. Like Craig T. Nelson, he's still yeah. he's still doing TV and live action movies and stuff like that. But Mister Incredible mm-hmm. is such like a a well loved character. John Goodman, yeah, as mm-hmm. you know, was in Emperor's New Groove and Monsters Inc. Yep, like so it's those it's and those, we're back. And, and we're back, we're back. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Robin, we said Lewis Robin movie. Williams earlier. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. Fern Gully and, and That genie, Aladdin.
1: though, Like I think his whole thing with genie, I think, launched a touch point. There was mm-hmm. a launching pad for yeah. him and yeah. other things. Like, oh my gosh, Like if we just let Robin Williams into the studio and just let him loose, yeah. we can just animate. Like mm-hmm, He's yeah. an animator's dream. Exactly. That's pretty much what they did. They just animated yeah. around him. It's pretty amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's as much as like... I I am somebody who wants to highlight everything and I want to throw everything yeah. out there. Yeah, it's impossible. But, yeah, but just <laughs> really, on, like honestly, it's it's so interesting and we're what we're going to do in just a second here is we're going to take a our top 5 male and top 5 female voiceover actress actors and actresses um, this is our opinion based on versatility based on credits based on um, how iconic they are how iconic some of their voices are um, but before we kind of get into that this is just something that I hope that all of you listening out there can maybe have some interest maybe you already had an interest or maybe you maybe didn't and just like look into it because it's 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 fascinating you 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 don't know who a guy like Dawes Butler is. And then you hear like some of the stuff he did, and you you have his biography, don't you? Or uh, you have...
1: yeah, kind of, sort of. It's a, it's a book about a lot of what he's done, like mm-hmm. his characters that he created, and just kind in of with how Dawes. he was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was called it's called Dawes Butler Characters Actor. Gotcha. Uh, okay, and it's okay. just him on the cover. With his sleeves rolled up. No, it's yeah. him on the so cover. His sleeves are shrugging. <laughs> with <laughs> uh, with a bunch Yogi of his characters, yeah. and it's basically yeah. like it, it's just a play on character actor, yeah. the characters actor, because he yeah. made so many. Yeah. Um. And I also have the Paul Frees one too. Welcome, yeah. foolish. Mo-. They're great so, books, though. It's
0: just cool to know the people behind the voices and to see what goes into this. Yeah. Um. So we've talked a lot about it, made a lot of connections, and we hope you, the listener out there. Uh, whether you were interested already or you weren't going into this, but hopefully we've piqued some interest. Go check out what it takes. There's plenty of resources out there Mm -hmm. now. See who these folks are. Put some faces to some names, watch videos of these people doing these voices. It always puts a smile on my face to watch somebody yeah. like Billy West do his yeah. voices. Watching Mel Blank do all his voices. Like and, I love and,
1: it. And I would recommend you go on to YouTube and check out some of the footage of these people at their craft. It's really fascinating. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so cool. And it also Warms your heart, especially like oh, yeah. if you, if you were a kid of the '90s, and the you, 2000s, like early 2000s, like just watching them do what they do mm-hmm. and the passion that they have—it's mm-hmm. so cool. Mm-hmm. But if if you do a li- I just sorry, I made a bunch of noises there. <laughs> no, like if you just <laughs> <laughs> if you just have a chance to just learn a little bit about it, and even just kind of like throw a little support, not saying like you pay you give these people money, yes. but like I think. these these character actors uh these these voiceover actors really appreciate the fans Mm -hmm. yeah and they like if you ever get a chance to go to a comic-con or anything and you know who they are like they are they seem like the most down-to-earth people Mm -hmm. if you get a chance to listen to some of their podcasts i'd recommend uh rob paulson's podcast Mm -hmm. um which is talking tunes Um, wrapped
0: up their last episode yeah it's really
1: great um, and they're just a, such a warm community, but, um, who's yeah, kind of like what Steven said, we're going to dive into. Yeah. Before, before
0: we do, who's the, um, who's the voice of the Disney commercials, like on Disney VHSs?
1: Oh yeah. So <clears throat> sorry. There, if you want a jolt, by the way, yes. something that just makes you like, Oh my gosh, yeah. there's a, a video. Um, look up five voice actors in a limo. Yeah. And it's like the, five most iconic movie trailer voices and it's the guys that do the movie trailers you Yeah, know, in a world Don LaFontaine yeah. you know, Don, Don LaFontaine, LaFontaine who's probably yeah. the, the most well known mm-hmm. um Jim Leader Jim Leader or John Leader John Leader, me, John Leader. John yeah, Leader yeah. who is very well known for heartwarming yeah uh, very uh, family yeah oriented dramas usually mm-hmm. yeah uplifting um, uplifting like encouraging uh, Nick so. Tate he's he did the one he did the Jurassic Park one yeah like, like sixty-five million years in the making, yeah. you know that kind of very. He's he's an Australian guy, but yeah. uh he's got that very low, deep timbre, sounded like a real Aussie there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going for. Our Australian um, audience is gonna like that. One. Yeah, they're gonna love it. Um <laughs> Al Chalk, <laughs> 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 Carlos Robert's Modern Andrew's Life. Z-Zio. Oh, by the way, yeah, that's a Tom Kenny Heffners. Hefner's. Hefner. Tom Kenny, Hef. Yeah, Hef. is it? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Tom Hef Kenny from Rock's yeah. Modern yeah. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, can't help it. <laughs> oh, no, and yeah. then Al Chalk is on there. Al Chalk uh, did. He hasn't done as many as what I mm-hmm. thought. I actually had some trouble trying to figure out, but yeah. he was in uh, American Hot Wax. Nah. That's all I know Hot that he was wax. in. Yeah. So, and then uh, this is the one that just brings me. This one will. So if much, you watch this video, so this happiness. one will
0: make you smile, whether yeah. you want to uh, or Mark not. Elliot. Mark Elliott. Mark
1: Elliott is the. As soon as you hear his voice. You will know exactly what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. He's the voice of the Disney trailers coming soon to own on yeah, Disney if you, VHS. if you own any Disney VHSs, you will know up. exactly what we're yeah. talking about. Oh, it's such a great Let like, you amazing. watch it. And it's it's jarring almost in a way, but like y- your jaw just drops. It's it's
0: funny. It's it. That's why this is, this profession is so enchanting. Whenever because because you hear the voices and you see the characters, but then when you see the actual people do the voices, it's almost there's almost like a disconnect. It's almost so surreal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just you you don't connect the voices together,
0: right? Exactly to the person like w- like when you see Nancy Cartwright do Bart Simpson for the yeah. first time
1: mm-hmm. like oh, that's really strange <laughs> yeah. and weird to yeah. see but then right. like the more you see it the more you want to see it yeah. the more you're like, oh that's really cool yeah mm-hmm. but
0: it, it is really cool um and like I, I want to just keep talking it's t- um, I know but it's it will like just you know a foreshadow we're gonna have more episodes of course with Jeremy but also talking about. Animation. I think the next thing we do involving cartoons, not like the next episode with Jeremy, but <laughs> yeah, the next yeah. thing we do with cartoons, we'll talk about cartoons and Looney Tunes and Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Next and time that. it
1: won't be a scatter shot. This one there's so much it's so to much, so cover. Much, it's so, so much, much to do. cover. Yeah, and I mean we could really do an entire, like we could probably do three or four episodes just on yeah, the subject. Right. But it's we wanted to. We wanted to fit so much in. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, we're gonna do our kind kind of to close out. Our discussion on voice actors and actresses. I think we should go around and do our I think we should call it top five. I think originally when I was sending out the feeler to you guys, we called it a Mount Rushmore, which yeah. I guess is the, the general term of all the pinnacle performers of yeah. anything is your is your Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So there's only four heads on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So we'll just do top five male and female. Voice actors okay. and actresses. This is our opinion, mm-hmm. and we may explain a little bit our decisions on some of these things. So, Matt, we'll start with you. Yeah. So, I'll start with female, and these are going to be in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it just depends on the day. It's just too difficult. There's there's too many iconic ones and mm-hmm. so many great characters. But uh, June Foray, yeah, the female male blank. She did mm-hmm. so many voices. Tara Strong, mm-hmm. who is one of if not the best one going currently like mm-hmm. she's got so much so many credits yeah she's
1: she's prolific um mm-hmm.
0: and she's been doing it since she was like 12 right mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah she's been yeah. Doing her it and since Kree she's, summer about the since same they mm-hmm. were really really young yeah
0: yeah um Nancy Cartwright yep so Bart Simpson, Chucky yep. e Finster, um Tress McNeil. Mm-hmm. yep you know i mean you can you don't have to go far to find her credits and then um Kath Susie Okay. Yeah. so those are my female ones. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really um, solid. And then the male ones, this one is a little more difficult. I mean, Mel Blanc, mm-hmm. number one. Uh, Billy West, who to me is the current day Mel Blanc in he's terms really of his versatility and how much he's done over the years. He's uh, really good. Frank yeah. Welker. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the day to go back and forth between Don Messick and Dawes Butler. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might just overall have to pick Dawes Butler. Yeah. But in this one was super difficult. It was so close. Um, I actually picked Dan Castellaneta over Jim Cummings. Mm. Um, they're both versatile, and they have a huge body of work. But because Dan Castellaneta was Homer Simpson, mm. and me being such a big fan of the Simpsons and how prolific and historic that character was mm-hmm. and how he sort of changed the game, uh, that's what Dan Castellaneta... Gets over Jim Cummings, mm-hmm. um, so that was my that was my list. That's good.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, I did not help Mel Blanc. He's overrated. No, I'm kidding. Oh, come on, I'm kidding. I, I Patrick Warburton. <laughs> no, I, you know it's funny. I was I was debating upon leaving some of the top names off, not because I don't think they belong, but just because mm-hmm. it's like everybody's going to have them.
0: You're going to th- hear Mel Blanc three times, right? Like, going mm-hmm. But around the I, table.
1: That's the thing, though, is. It should be that way, though. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is Mel Blanc, June Foray, those are Gibbons. Yeah. If you don't have them on there, it's a crime. Mm-hmm. You're going out of your way to be different. And yeah, there's no reason there. to not yeah. put him on there. He's, he's prolific. He's Bugs I, Bunny. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's, he's Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, the fact that like an entire animation studio built their voice cast yeah. around mm-hmm. him Yep, and June Foray... Yeah, that's nuts, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll start with male this time, then I'll go to female. Yeah. I'll go. Uh, my males are uh, Mel Blank. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much a given. Um, Dawes Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, similar to Don Messick, kind of like yeah. what you had said. But I, I, I love Dawes Butler. I think his characterizations, characterizations, are a little bit stronger than mm-hmm. Don Messick's. Uh, I actually went with Steven on this one. I, I said Frank Welker. Um and i I just love uh his normal speaking voice, yeah uh, not Freddie right actually, a lot of people will equate it to Freddie, and the reason why I love his normal speaking voice is he's Ray stance on the real ghostbusters, <laughs> yeah. and I love the real ghostbusters growing up um those core guys of uh. Frank Welker, Maurice LaMarche as Egon, mm-hmm. uh, Lorenzo Music as uh, Peter Venkman, Garfield as Garfield yeah. as Peter, essentially. Yeah. And um, gosh, who was Winston? Um, oh, uh, Arsenio Hall, duh. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> Arsenio Hall was Winston. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just I love those voices. It's so '90s, and Frank Welker is just so early 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, like not even the 90s, I, just so the 80s. He there's just something mm-hmm. very 80s about Frank Welker, and I love him and he's he's just great.
0: Also, did you say Steven? You said I'm going to go with Steven and Frank Welker.
1: No, I'm going to go with St- St- Steven had Frank Welker oh. on his. No, Steven's oh. not no, Steven's not Oh, okay, yeah. On
0: on our notes, we have Steven's notes and he had his Mount Rushmore on there and he put yeah. Frank
1: Welker there. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm going to go with Matt's choice (laughs) of Dan Castellaneta. Yeah. Uh, It was a tough one. Dan Castellaneta is... I I didn't grow up with The Simpsons. Right. But I've come to respect... He's done so many other things. I've come to respect him as a voice artist. He took over uh, the non-enviable task of replacing Robin Williams Mm -hmm. uh, as the genie. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, he did a really good job. It's hard to replace somebody. I mean, you can't replace Robin Williams. No. You just can't. But he was the voice of the genie in Return of Jafar and the animated series. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and the fact that I grew up with that, like, I, I I, realized that it wasn't Robin Williams. And so for, like, the first few episodes, I was kind of like, eh. But then you got used to it and you're like, there's something endearing about Dan's yeah. genie. Yeah. That I really like. He was um, the grandpa
0: on Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he, he, It's, look go, go look, go look at his IMDb. He's I guarantee the, you you'd be like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he did that too.
1: Yeah. He's uh, the annoyed basketball fan in Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Barkley's exactly.
0: killing us. Honey, Barkley's killing us. <laughs> Kath
1: Susie played Lola Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Billy West played Bugs Bunny. Yeah, that that movie is a treasure trove. Bob Bergen was the Porky yeah, Pig in that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say that Ooh.
0: and Who Framed Roger Rabbit are kind of, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is more of like, that's the treasure trove of some of the golden era. Yeah. And then Space Jam is a treasure trove of some like of the as, 80s of the and the 90s newer, era. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah, so Dan Castellaneta. Um, and then I have to go with uh, Jimmy Cummings. I yeah. I I just I love Jim Cummings he's so good and he's so 90s and he's so Disney mm-hmm. but he, I mean he's done so many other things too but I, yeah. I just love Jim Cummings mm-hmm. he's he brings happiness to my heart yeah um, oh yeah <laughs> it's more of a selfish pick no, kind of it, versus like a, an objective pick but yeah. um, so now we go to the females I'd say gosh if I had to pick a tip-top it oh man it's almost neck and neck June Foray and and, and Tara Strong yeah, they're yeah. almost right next to each other mm, yeah. they, they're so good they're both so good um, I, i'm going to i'm going to go with Cree Summer actually is okay. one of my top 3 yeah. um once again kind of like Jim Cummings she's just really nostalgic for me mm-hmm. she was Elmira Duff yeah and Susie Carmichael <laughs> Susie Carmichael yep she uh She she's done a lot. She's done a whole lot, and that that voice of like just I don't like kind of that scratchy Mm -hmm. Susie Carmichael voice Mm -hmm. is very synonymous with the '90s for me. Yeah, Um, and so I I just I really love her characterizations. Um, I. It kind of gets a little hard for me here because there's about three other actresses I would also place next to each other, but I can only have five. I'd I'd put, I'd put Tress McNeil up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then almost I'm gonna say, uh, not because I was a huge fan of her, but because I can recognize I recognize her as being one of the top voice actresses of our time for about a ten year period. Uh, Mary Kay Bergman, and a lot of South.
0: Park South Park fame. I didn't like South
1: Park. She was Linda Cartman. She was Cartman's mom. I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. She was dominant for about 10 years. Uh And then she committed suicide. Uh, Really sad thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just went through depression, had um, just a lot of uh, certain disease that basically kind of... Where you just are are detached, and right. she but she was uh, Dr. Blight uh, in Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Oh, yeah. She was the originator of uh, Timmy Turner and fairly odd parents. Yeah. Um, but she was destined to be the next June foray. Mm-hmm. A lot of people a lot of people in the industry saw her as that, very, very uh, underrated now because mm-hmm. you know her her career was cut short. So I, I, as much as I want to say someone else, I almost have to give it to Mary Kay Bergman yeah. just, on for, just c- because she, she was very, very prolific. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. wish we could talk to her now. I wish yeah, we yeah. could, like, hear her on, like, I know that voice or something yeah. else. I wish she had been able to stick around a little bit longer so that we could get to know her body of work more. Because I'm sure yeah. she would have branched out past yeah. all these other things, um, much like Dan Castellaneta did. Mm-hmm. Um, she just didn't outlive yeah uh some of those voice roles yet yeah. and it's just very very tragic but um i i i would put her on there i yeah. would put her on there. i kind of feel like it, it's almost like out of a tribute to her yeah. yeah so
0: yeah um yeah i'll uh i'll start with the the lady one the ladies one um i don't know why i said that i'll start with the ladies'll uh, i <laughs> start with the ladies, I'll start, Hi, ladies. I'll, I'll start with my female one um of course June Foray. Yeah. Um, she is next to, to Mae Questel, like as far as like the beginning of females and voice work, like yeah. non-radio play stuff. Yeah. Um she that's one and two, June Foray and Mae Kestel. Yep. Um, for me This house is bigger than your old one. <laughs> exactly. Um Tara Strong, yeah. Um, who I think as classic and as legendary as June Foray is. And you cannot deny her impact and the doors she opened for other female voice actresses. Yep. And for just her body of work, I think Tara Strong is more versatile. She's going to get um, to that June Foray level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, so I think.
1: I think she's already there. Actually. Yeah. I, I think. If she stopped today, yeah, yeah she would be at June Foray's level. Yeah.
0: I think versatility wise, I think Tara Strong is better. Um, yeah. But June Foray is classic. So June Foray, Mae Kestel, mm-hmm. Tara Strong, Tress McNeil. Um, and I had trouble thinking of a fifth one, but i uh, Kath Suse, like, because of she's how because yeah. of how you can recognize her voice. I just remember Tress McNeil, is, yeah. you mentioned Dan Castellano was the grandpa on Hey Arnold. Yeah, She's the hilarious grandma on yeah. Hey Arnold. Yeah. Well, Kath Suse is like Rob Paulson in that, like, she's got a lot of different like smaller parts. Yeah. And, and very more obscure of, shows. Absolutely. And then yeah. like the eight when the eighties was just spitting out cartoons. Yeah. Like Denver the Last Dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. was in that. Like, um Rob Paulson, if anyone remembers Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love like those Biker those Mice kinds from of obscure Mars. shows you get guys like Rob Paulson and Kath Susie. Yeah. yeah. you're like there's some recognizable voices in this in this vat of unrecognizable T V shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the male one um, Dawes Butler yep, of course, course. Um, Jim Cummings like Jeremy said it uh, he's the voice of the 90s to me especially yep. what was more what animated stuff was the most prevalent yep. in the 90s mm-hmm. that was like Kids WB and Disney yep, yep. or like the Kids WB Type, type of stuff and like disney and he was like the voice of 90s disney i
1: mean even on a uh, fox kids he was taz on tasmania yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs>
0: exactly and and he also was, was somebody... david lee roth <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was just his normal speaking voice <laughs> but he was he was
0: also somebody who took these iconic characters like pooh bear and tigger mm-hmm. and like was doing an impression but also put his own spin yeah. on it He made sure there was a seamless transition from the original to the replacement. Right. Yep. Um, Billy West. Yep. Who I. I love watching Billy West stuff like he I love watching the voices that he does but he's also got some funny stuff when he's on the Howard Stern show <laughs> um, like he plays Larry Fine and I'm hilarious. warning you he also yeah. I love watching videos because he'll he'll say some of his most iconic roles and he's like I took that from an old Vaudevillian, Vaudevillian actor yeah. and I, I added this and I took this spin on it I love watching voice actors <sighs> yeah. and actresses say what yeah. where they got the voice exactly. from exactly yeah. it's,
1: it's almost never just a random creation yeah. Yeah. no because John Nine- the Man for is like yeah. i took a,
0: a drunk guy and i took a, i had a friend who talked about the sausage, the guy kind of sausage. Sausages. Yeah. and then i did this and i just threw them all together and you and you can hear each element of where he got mm-hmm. where that's rooted from but you and you can hear all of it in this character mm-hmm. yeah and then so billy west uh frank welker of course i mean he's yeah he he's he's run the gamut. He's 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 done it all, like through so many decades. And he's then, like the elder statesman at this oh, yeah. point. He's oh, the yeah.
1: he's the godfather of everybody. Yeah. And yeah.
0: then number one, Mel Blanc. I mean, he Blank. opened the door yep. for everybody. Yep. Um, he is the legend. He set the standard. Loved by everybody. Um, idolized. Idolized. By everybody, and also, really. Abbott and Costello. Um, I think it was Bud Abbott or it was either Bud Abbott or Lou Costello wrote out a note to Mel Blank. He's like, to Mel Blank the, the greatest actor. My I've, favorite actor. My favorite actor. Yeah. And uh, I, I watched a documentary about Mel Blank today, and I, I don't know who said it, but they're like, if you look at the 20th century, Mel Blank is probably one of the top five actors of the 20th mm-hmm. century because he brought characterization to these voices. It yep. wasn't this straight up, you're just reading your lines. Yeah. He brought the... Pun intended. Animated element to it, and gave these character all of his characters' personality and his body of work over a thousand animation credits alone speaks for itself. It's staggering. Yeah. It really
1: is staggering the amount of things that he would do, um, and really just now, you know, some of these actors: Hank Azaria, Rob Paulson, you know, Frank Welker. They, you will watch a scene in a cartoon and there'll be three or four characters on the screen and there's nobody else, but that one voice actor yeah. and they're doing all the voices. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. And be able to do it all. And I, I get that like, you know, maybe those takes aren't done all at yeah, once. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even still like, though, all right, pause, the amount of this. talent yeah. mm-hmm. that's required to do that, to jump in and out of characters. Nuts. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Like I, 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 I would be lucky to be able to do one. I I mean, I I would love to do voice acting one day. That's something we've talked about at length before. Mm -hmm. Oh It's my dream job. That's the thing though is like, gosh, I don't even know. Like I have trouble sticking with the one character that I've got, let alone being influenced by the other guy that's doing the voice. (laughs) (laughs) Like another voice right right next to me, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) But Mel Blanc was the first and he's the best. Mm-hmm. Not the first person to do voices in cartoons, but he was the first to set the standard for what is known the as voice of, acting today yeah. for cartoons. And that is why he's the man of a thousand voices. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. <laughs>
2: He's vamping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: man, buy me that too. Like that, that, that was. I remember. Oh, I love that. It was. I think my that
1: was one of the watershed moments of our friendship. Oh Yeah. yeah,
0: because like you, 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 you referenced. Buy me that too, which was a special on HBO back in the late 80s about consumerism like, really awesome and yeah. how it's the devil exactly. Yeah. And uh, myself and Matt would rent that from the school library in fourth grade, like all the time. Uh, but like when we met Jeremy, we'd been like we'd been like buddy buddy and like found common ground yeah. in a lot of things. And we could talk kind of the way we talk now. We'd known him for maybe about six months. But then he dropped a "buy me that two reference, and I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!
1: Seriously? <laughs> well, seen that? the thing is, they didn't know that I was. They knew that I was dropping kind of a reference. They they just recognized that what I said." lined up with buy me that too and steven kind of looked at me and he's like i wonder if that's actually it might just be a coincidence
0: (laughs) uh buy me that too and you're like yeah i love that i was like like, i love that thing i was like oh my god
1: and then as soon as we started going from there like you know we kind of were like okay did it have this in it like yeah Yeah, did it have this in it yeah i was like you totally know what it it. is yeah Yeah. you know
0: buy me that too yeah yeah so so it's great
1: yeah, well, speaking of great, yeah. this episode has been great, guys. <laughs> this is, has been Thank fun. Thank you for joining us yeah. on the right. I, I don't know if anybody else will really enjoy this episode, but I enjoyed being oh, on Oh, I, I had a lot of fun doing this. I did, I too. Fun I like doing, talking about this kind yeah. of stuff.
0: And, you know, and we did the best we could to kind of, like, cover it. It's a passion of ours, and we hope that passion came through here through here so jeremy thanks again for having us out to record um this is having me oh this is going to be one of many episodes with you as a guest there's Mm -hmm. so many topics that we could talk i'm glad
1: i'm glad that we were able to do this this is a lot of fun this is something that we like you said we could talk about at length but it Mm -hmm. was it was fun with the time we had Mm -hmm. that's what's
0: fun about this podcast is that we just take conversations we've had with friends in the past elaborate put it to yeah just put it to (laughs) To a recording device for other people to listen to. It's great though. Yeah. I like yeah. it. And we say that because from us to you, the listener, make sure to always embrace the things that you find rad. We'll see you next week. This concludes our broadcast day. Beep.